Hi, I'm miso soup. Hi, I'm strawberry milk. Hi, I'm mashed potato. Hi, I'm Peking Duck, and you're listening to We Don't Have a Name Yet. Tonight, we are discussing childhood toys, and it's a topic that was、uh, requested by Milk. I almost said miso. Halfway to miso. Milk. Yeah, milk's topic. And、yeah. why did you decide on this topic, Milk? Um, I just thought it was something which I was curious about about you guys. Um, nothing triggered it in particular. It was just it just felt like maybe maybe the toys that we used to play with potentially shaped us into who we are now, or could it have shaped our interests or things like that? You know.、Mm. So yeah, I haven't really got specific questions. Maybe just a general like. So, what kind of toys did you used to play with when you were little? Did any of those change as you um grew up?、And、okay, let's、yeah. start with the first question. What are the toys that you played with when you were little? Let's start with Misa. I think I mainly had some just like you know the wooden blocks. Really, Jenga. No, no, no. Um, you know, like in those picture books when you're a baby, kids are playing with those blocks. Yeah, like cubes, which are colorful. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes with letters on them. Are you talking、yeah. about those? Yeah, I'm talking about actually, those. I've never actually seen one. <laughs> It's very <laughs> Asian, I feel. It, it, But then、oh. those blocks also because like I played with those because um I. I am the youngest among all my cousins, and then、mm. the the second youngest is actually six years older than me. So I got their like blocks passing to me. That's why like I wasn't it wasn't supposed to be in my era. Yeah, it's a bit of a it's really old, a very old thing. Yeah, and then, all, were they all cubes or like different shapes? No, they have different shapes. Like you know, they sometimes have like different animal shapes or like numbers to help children learn things. That kind of blocks. But like, were the shapes like? Did you have cylinders? Could you build? I know my older cousins. Yeah, you have a, cylinders、uh, or like triangles. Then you can build some like, build like a tower out of it. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> But the only thing you can build is a tower. Yeah, <laughs> you can build like houses, I guess, like buildings. Yeah, yeah. How long were you entertained by that? Hmm, I can't remember. I played with that for quite a long time, actually, because like my dad would join me, and then he could actually build quite high, like towers. Yeah, yeah. And then what else? Uh, I had. I still, I think it's still at home.、Uh, I had this stuffed.、Uh, I think it was either a whale or a dolphin、oh. animal. How big was your stuffed whale dolphin? It's like a pillow shape, and then I used to sleep holding onto that. But then later, I think I just got tired of it, and then it's like it's too old. My dad. Would use it as a cushion sometimes, and then it was just squished and became very sad. You still do that with the the duck the at, at in the office. Yeah, 
Yeah, I have this dock at the office that I use as a cushion, but that was used for a cushion anyways. Cushion as in to sit on? Sometimes I just uh, uh, put it on my back. Oh. Yeah. Mm. What about you, Milk? Um, I went through a lot of toys. I think the very, very beginning, um, I think the very first toy I can remember would be just like, I think, really old Lego. They weren't like Lego from a whole set or anything. I think it was just like passed down Lego toys. Mm. Um, so I made whatever I could out of it. <laughs> of course, it'd just be like mainly houses and maybe a castle. Um, after that, I went through a Barbie phase. And then I don't think it lasted very long, maybe like two years before I went through a really long phase of um, remote, remote control um, cars or like dogs. Remote and control dogs? Yeah, so I specifically remember uh, at that time it was on TV and I was like, oh my gosh, it's so cool. You can like um, have like a remote control and you can like press some button to make it sit and then like you can press the forward arrow to make it walk and it was like really crappy but (laughs) I remember Um, there was like the era where they had robot dogs where you could like wave your hand over some part of it and it would sit yeah I I think yeah I went through that um it wasn't very impressive (laughs) I mean yeah robots then were not super advanced and Furbies do you guys remember that I never had one. I had one. Oh my gosh. I I couldn't get it to shut up. (laughs) (laughs) In the middle of the night, it would just suddenly talk. And then I think even my parents would freak out. (laughs) Do you know know what a Furby is, Misa? Yes. That sounds so scary. I I never... Sorry. I I actually... I can't remember which comedian it is, but like he said... He he mocked about like uh, I think he was he was mocking about this um also like talkative toys and then yeah. he said like even after he threw that into the bin, the bin was just played the music was talking for the whole I night see. and everyone in the neighborhood just freaks out. So funny. <laughs> but what was the point of a Furby? Like, I don't know. Just thinking back, I don't really know what what I even liked about it apart from that it talked and um it made me feel like I was looking after a pet I see yeah what about you duck oh wait I have more to talk oh you have more (laughs) yeah it's coming back to me now right um but like I remember one of my creepy toys was um buying like a baby like a baby a plastic baby oh oh, baby born Right. Yeah, maybe it was that. that as well. And then it would pee as well. You feed it like some yeah. liquid. Yeah, that and was then it would so pee. creepy. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I was doing. They really don't pee, but like it's... It's just it's they have a tube inside, so it yeah. comes out. And I think I just make it pee a lot and change the nappies so frequently. I got the... I was given one when my middle sister was born. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my, my aunt... Um, Gave it to me. Like, Baby's like the last a, thing you want. Yeah. As they like, oh, you can look after this one whilst your mom looks after that one. The real one. Did you play a lot with it? I didn't play that much with it. There wasn't like, like, there wasn't much to do with it. It didn't do anything other than sit there. <laughs> um, what other toys did you play with? Me. 
I don't really remember. My grandma says that when we lived in Hong Kong, we had a I had a Tamagotchi. <laughs> that was so big in like primary school. But I don't remember it. Um, so she just complains a lot about how you have to feed it all the time, otherwise it dies or something. Yeah. Like it was quite popular. I mean, even like it's not Tamagotchi, I remember like you can have something similar in your phone. Ah. Uh. Or like dictionary. Huh? Dictionary? Like digital dictionary. I don't know yeah. if you guys use that. In Asia, it's very common to have these digital dictionaries. Oh, those things. Yeah. Yeah. I never owned one of them. I had one. It translated English into Chinese. <laughs> I think you can do all the translations, like quite a lot. Oh, I don't think my one was that advanced. Um, I don't have my biggest, like... It's not a toy, but I spent the most time, most of my time playing on the computer. Right. Even from at like such a young age. Four, I had my own computer at like four years old. Oh my god! It didn't have internet connection, but you, we, I'd play like Read a Rabbit, um, and then I had a whole other like I had a whole set of CD games. Yeah, me too. Some of them were like mysteries that you had to click in the house to find things, but mostly yeah. it was like educational stuff. Yeah. So I think I, I didn't really you have, have that many toys. With that? Did I have fun? Yeah, it was fun. I liked yeah. it. Yeah, I quite liked it as well as a kid. Um, so my biggest, like, I think I spent the most time on the computer. But then in terms of toys, I have a... When I was born, I was given a dinosaur, which apparently I didn't want. Um, and that get got given to my sister. But then I received a bear which I still sleep with today. Uh, it is very sad and old <laughs> because it has been washed so often. But otherwise, I think that's all the toys I can. What made you keep the bear? You said, oh, you like- I was, the, the bear was partially as a kid, it was the only thing I was allowed to sleep with because it wasn't, uh, it's made of wool, so not a synthetic one because the synthetic ones would make me allergic, like have a reaction. Um, and then I just kept the bear because it was expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. What about duck? I had uh, a lot of Lego growing up um, mm. and a lot of soft toys that I would often um, dress in clothes I made out of tissue paper and paper. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, didn't, I didn't really play too much with toys after about year three or year four. Because after that, I was playing a lot of, I we had an Xbox, so I was playing a lot of Xbox games, and I mean, did I also play a lot of computer games as well? Um, mm. So I don't really recall much about any toys I played with after about the age of about nine or ten. Um, I don't think there really was very many. Um, yeah, just so mostly soft toys, a few sort of um, educational kind of games, and. Um, board games mm. um yeah but i think lego was my favorite as a small small child did you have lego miso yes but then the weird thing is i guess because like i played with those blocks first and then yeah. uh lego came after i went to kindergarten because uh-huh. like they would have um 
like those. But then I I just I don't know why I just get weird about the texture because all the blocks were quite smooth, right? But then、yeah. with all the like the bumps on Lego, I was a bit freaked out for a long time. I don't know why. Maybe it's just I was more used to the smooth blocks, and then in my mind it just does similar things, which was building up like a tower or houses. Yeah, I don't know. I never had a, I never had Lego as a kid, but I really like Lego now. But I, Lego really hurts. Like yes, when you yes, try to get it apart, yeah, that too. when you take try to take pieces apart, that really hurts. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Now I remember why I didn't like it as a kid. Yeah, just I just、uh, preferred the blocks. Yeah, even with the blocks, I can remember sometimes I would accidentally step onto it and then it would hurt. But then nothing like Lego. <laughs> Lego hurts still if you step on it. Yeah, it hurts Lego even is, more. Lego has a lot of small bits. Yeah, hmm. Yeah, I totally forgot how painful it was to pull those little blocks apart. <laughs> yeah. Um. What was the second part of your question, Milk? I forgot. Um. Uh. I think it was like, has it changed as you grew up? Maybe or. But I guess you kind do of you already think, answered that. <laughs> do you play with anything that is similar to what you used to play with? Not anymore. Now,、okay. like、I'm、I. Not very expensive. Which one? You bought your expensive doll. <laughs> oh, okay. That's the only thing. I mean, I wouldn't really regard that as a toy. <laughs> well, what、um, I mean, as an adult, what would you regard as toys? Like anything that isn't useful is a toy, basically. Boyfriend. Right.、Um, okay. <laughs> Boyfriend is a toy. Who said that? <laughs> oh, wow. Wow, me so. Um, I guess so. Then, like, I just. Have it sitting or standing there on the side just to stare at.、Um, but other than that, maybe something that I do continue to buy, but like in very limited amounts, is probably soft toys,、mm. um, plushies. But I but, only buy like I don't buy like fuzzy furry ones. I only buy like the smooth ones with like the funny beads inside. What are they made? Like I feel like that sort of material for a toy is. Very recent, not I mean not、yeah. recent, but like when we were like two, three year olds. I don't think those sort of toys, yeah, really existed. Yeah, it didn't. But like、yeah. I, I always liked um like the furry soft toys, but I could never like get over my allergies with them. Right? They just and, accumulate dust. Yeah, yeah, and then I think like when I discovered these like beanbag kind of toys. I was so happy. Yeah, they're easier to clean and sleep with. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've kept anything. I've only really recently gotten back into Lego. Um,、Because? and I didn't really play with it as a kid, so I can't really say that that was something that I retained. But why did you start to play with it? Because I have the money now. But like I don't play Lego like like a kid plays Lego. Like I'm not building just randomly. I I like following the the sets they have. Yeah, and、oh, building that. That reminds me. Have you? Do you guys know of um 
Zoids. No. It was like a TV cartoon anime called Zoids. And um, oh, how could I forget this? Um, they, they would, it, it's almost like Gundam, except instead yeah. of like humanoid um, machines, they would be like tigers or like um, some kind of like animal, right? Uh-huh. And I used to buy, um, I guess, though that brand's Lego all the time and to and when you make them they can even move like battery operated oh i loved making those i made like i think four or five of them do you still have them no it's gone i don't know because because i would only buy them in taiwan they don't exist here so i i think once a year during chinese new year we would get to pick a toy and um so for a long time that's what i would pick and every time i would make it like during the one month stay there and after I make it I just leave it there because it's just too hard to bring back and then one year later when I go back I don't know where it's gone someone's already chucked it out for you it's stashed it away somewhere the I feel like the that the anime kind of field has a lot of toys that came out of it yeah but then Mm. I don't recall as a kid I was very addicted to it but your sister I, does yeah. right she's not like she's into like figurines what i'm talking about was like when we were kids there was a, a period of time when beyblades were really popular i mean i was never into it but things like oh, Bey- i remember that beyblades came off a, an anime i think <laughs> yeah gundam is off an anime yeah oh now i remember there was a period of time like death notes were popular what have you yeah. what, that? What, 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 that was in like what is that a play with Death Note? It's just like the... they just sell the notebooks. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, which was quite dumb. <laughs> but like, I can't think of any other like what other sort of thing has the same toy sort of following. Back then, when Pokemon was popular, the Pokemon cards, right? Oh, Pokemon cards are still popular. Yeah, but like. But Pokemon is originally a game, so right? Pokemon was originally a game first, and then an anime. Was it a game first, okay. I think it was a game first. Been around for so long. It's the twenty fifth anniversary this year. Wow! It's almost as old as we are, which <laughs> means the Game Boys are the Game Boys have been around for so long. Did you guys have Game Boys? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what I even played on it though, to be honest. Uh, why are you so quiet? I think it was just now? Pokemon. She moved away from the mic. Oh, but yeah, which, which? Sorry, sorry. Huh? Continue. I can hardly hear milk. Um, oh, okay. Um, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, um, I said that. Yeah, I remember my first Game Boy is Game Boy Color, and mm-hmm. I think I think the first thing I ever played was Pokemon Yellow. Of Pokemon Red. I looked at some of the because I never had a Game Boy. I I looked at some of the pictures of the first Pokemon game, and it's like pixels. Yeah, what like you can't even see what is happening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand because the first like console I got would have been a a DS Lite. So by that time, the pictures actually looked like pictures. <laughs> So I don't understand how the first Pokemon games existed. To be honest, maybe that's why I didn't really know what I was playing or doing. Because <laughs> everything is too abstract. Well, that and also my English back then was super shit. 
That's very sad. <laughs> and I couldn't read Chinese, so what could I do, right? Oh, <laughs> You're just, she was just illiterate at that yeah, age. Yeah, she was just illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sad. All right. <laughs> um, what about you, Miso? Anything that you still play with? Uh, I actually bought a... I think I bought a uh, what is it? Uh, movie is it called? You got you bought a movie. No, like the bears from from. It's is it called Teddy? It's like a an adult movie. Ted? Is it Ted? Oh, Ted. Yeah, sorry, I even forgot. Like when I was an adult, when the movie after the movie came out, I bought that, and then like if you shake his hand then he could talk but like does he swear at you yeah he was <laughs> that's why i bought it yeah and it's in my live not my living room but like the living room at my like house yeah soft soft toys are i think one of the things you just keep buying although dark probably doesn't buy anything well, actually, I the last toy I bought was a soft toy, um, and it was when I was in the UK in uh, Edinburgh, and mm. I was at the museum in Edinburgh and bought a soft toy Highland cow, which was so cute, <laughs> so cute and fluffy. Her name is Buttercup, um, and this was from two years ago. So that was the last time I bought a toy. <laughs> you don't really play with toys. I'm not. Yeah, not not really. No. I just like to sometimes hug Buttercup. Oh, that's nice. Now I remember I got that. Uh, I don't know if Mesh has seen it. Probably not. Uh, I put it in my office. So it's a reversible octopus. Oh, yeah, I have seen it. What do you mean? Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> so that was someone. That was something uh, giving to me. I just find that's quite amusing. And then. I watched some um, videos about like how couples use that. Like what do you mean? How couples the, use it? The the girlfriend would get mad, right? Okay. Yeah. So first of all, the reversible octopus is this. Um, like you can you can just flip it over. One side is a happy face octopus. The other side is an angry face octopus in different colors. So like in those videos, the girlfriend would be mad and hid under the cover. And then the boyfriend would just give her like random stuff like chips or uh, like sweets, etc. And then like until like she gets happy, then she would like put the octopus <laughs> to the happy face side. Is this an ad for the octopus? <laughs> or is no, it... it's just some random videos that I saw after I got that. Is it the Asian videos? No, 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 actually, a lot of uh, white couples do. Really? That. Yeah, and then, and then I do notice sometimes I would just put that octopus aside, but then every time if someone passes by and notice the octopus, they would just flip it around. Yeah, it's fun to flip. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something and then I forgot. I don't uh, know. Uh... Um, oh, you're talking about boys. Yeah. Did, did you want to update us about your boys, the two of you? Me and Doc. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. 
Who wait? Who do you want to listen to first? Milk. Um, I know more about miso, so can we, let's get miso rolling first, and then <laughs> rolling. <laughs> and then Duck can tell us everything from the start. So nothing really happened. I just talked to him like every day. I texted him every day. Wait, we need a bit more context because the audience doesn't know who he is. All right. <laughs> Yeah. So, like during the lockdown, I was so bored, so I started to learn Japanese. First of all, it was super fun. So I was just doing Duolingo, and then I, I, I one day I found out that I continuously did like over one hundred days, and then I thought I might as well just take it seriously. So I actually found like a teacher online and then take courses. Uh, take uh yeah, take courses uh online with her yeah. Uh, but then like it's very slow because like she only has uh slot for me once a week. So I figured that I might as well just find someone else that I could practice mm-hmm. with. I did also run the like the uni friends if they know any Japanese. They didn't, so I just uh, use uh, this app because they they don't respond. Re- they don't, uh, and then and then I just use this app, and then like it was like a language exchange kind of thing. Yeah. So, like I talked to a few people, but like it's really a bit boring to be honest. And there's nothing more to talk about, and then it's very hard to find like the level matching perfectly for you and for your language partner. But like, is the app just for Japanese, or is it for like? No, it's for like everything. You can just uh-huh. choose. Like you can choose what languages you speak, and then what languages you want to learn, and then like there would be like a small community, and then you could see those people who are happy to exchange. Oh, I see. So anyway, so I, so I like I talked to a few people, but like this boy is the. One that I just uh, like continuously, I've been continuously talking to, and then yeah, and then Did you one always day, speak in Japanese with him. Uh, initially <laughs> we just a text in Japanese. Japanese. Like I would try my best to text in Japanese, but like if it's beyond, then I would go for English. What was he learning? Chinese. So you were supposed to be teaching him Chinese. Yeah, which I I should do more. <laughs> you should do more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and then, how long did you talk to this boy for? Ah, uh, since July. So it's been a while. And then, when did he propose this? So I think it was like one month ago, like in September, one day. Like we were just calling, and then oh, so you like, talked to him on like through call? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, would you speak to him in Japanese, and he reply in Chinese? I don't um, think at that moment. After after a phase, we just decided we would just speak in English because it's easier for both of us. That's then what happened to the language exchange? <laughs> I'm still learning. I still learn Japanese through him. Not through him. I take courses, and then I'm still Basically, doing Duolingo. Basically, the language exchange, language exchange failed completely. 
turned into a dating yeah, app. Pretty much. <laughs> it's like it gets hard. Like now, I think about why a lot of people just disappeared, or like I lose interest too in the beginning. I guess it's because like it's really hard. Like if you want to maintain like this contact with someone who's actually learning the language, yeah, yeah, it's pretty hard. You have to like get like like a common like area that. You are both comfortable with to talk about other things. So what happened? So last month, like when we were calling, and then he somehow it was just like caught me off guard. He confessed. I was like, what? <laughs> and then I just told him I think it's better that we see each other first and then decide. Yeah, but you don't know when you're gonna see him. I don't know, but then at the same time, I think like nobody's in a hurry, so like we'll just see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's me finished. Well, restrictions are easing now, so restrictions are not going to ease to Victoria anytime soon. Yeah, because they're allowing people to go in soon into Victoria. Yeah, really. Come out then afterwards. I mean, I think you had to test like. Get tested or something before、mm-hmm. you can travel and everything like that. And then, oh, but you, I think you do need a permit first. But it's not completely off limits now. It's slowly getting there. Is it the the rest? Because there's the restriction to enter Victoria, and then there's a restriction to enter New South Wales from Victoria. Yeah, no, it was to enter Victoria, I think. Because Victoria、yeah. is really the one that is in trouble right now. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You can you can go in there. I don't know if you can come back out. <laughs> yeah, so I might as well just wait till like everything's clear. I don't want to get stuck there. Ah,、uh, who knows what's gonna happen? I feel like the states、yeah. are now just like completely doing their own thing. Like our state is opening up to international travel in two weeks.、Mm. Um, did you hear that, Duck? You might not be able to come back. But people from overseas can. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. pretty ridiculous. But <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm basically just given up, um, waiting and hoping. I'm just going to just accept that I'm not going to go anywhere until next year. Because Queensland, it still has the restrictions on other states, right? Yeah. Very sad. It's fine. It's fine with me. I mean, I'm pretty happy being where I am at the moment. I don't need to. I don't really feel the need to, you know, travel. Yeah. But、uh, I don't know what's going to happen to what's going to happen with us once they open the international border, because it's, the, the COVID cases are definitely going to rise.、Um, it has to, right? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So maybe we will go back to we'll racing Victoria. Oh well, we'll see. Like I feel, I'm just、uh, like very peaceful. About the whole situation. Is he ever like he lives in Melbourne now? For、yeah. he doesn't. He's not going to come back to Sydney. He said he used to live in Chatswood, and then he、yeah. moved to Melbourne. But then I don't know what his plan is. He's still studying. Does he study in Melbourne or is he? Yeah, in Melbourne. Oh well, who knows? Yeah, I actually feel a bit sad for him because like. Imagine he's like under lockdown for two hundred over two hundred something days. Melbourne has been quite sad. 
he's he's like un, unlike us who can actually stay at home. I feel he's just not one of those kind. You know, he's actually he likes to go out. Yeah, he actually quite active. He plays sport. Yeah, sad for those people. Yeah, well, it is what it is. Yeah.、Mm. What about、okay. that situation? Duck. Yes. So went on a date this morning. Oh wait, it was this morning. I thought it would be tomorrow. <laughs> no, it was this morning. I already went on it. I just didn't even mention wait, it to you can guys. Can we rewind a little bit more? Um, who、context. is this person? Yeah, context. Context. So I was feeling just kind of bored one day, and I was like,、mm, all my friends, um, at work have seemed to have met great people on dating apps. Why don't I just try again? Uh, this week and see what happens. So I was chatting to this person um, um Bumble,、um, and you know I found him quite interesting because he had a lot of similar interests to me.、Um, quite interested in you know philosophy and museums and、um, sci-fi and、um, also likes no sci-fi. Oh, I'm sorry, sure he likes sci-fi too. Wi-Fi. <laughs>、um, um, <laughs> What mashes into? <laughs> I like the fact that he was into dancing,、um, because it kind of signifies someone who all of those interests kind of signifies someone who is quite intellectual and introspective, but also you know can get out of their own head and、um, express themselves freely,、uh, mm. like that.、Um, and we had a really good conversation for the past week, and then we plan to meet up today for coffee. So went and、um, met up with him, and like it was okay. You know, we had a good conversation. He he、um, knows a lot about languages、um, and linguistics because that's his area of study and、um, work. And you know, he's been teaching lots of international students, so he's quite、Does、knowledgeable he about that. Languages. Ah,、uh, he speaks three languages other than English,、um, to a very good conversational level of fluency, and. Um, Does he I speak think... Japanese. Sorry, no. <laughs> he speaks Korean, Portuguese, and French. Oh, it's、okay. uh, a very strange mix. It is. It is. So I was quite interested by that. Um,、mm. but yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, we we had a good conversation, but I think just I think the the chemistry is not there. So yeah. So yeah, are you well, going、okay. to continue or not? Like, it's it's nice to chat with him, but I mean, I don't just I just don't feel quite um. Like invested in it now,、right. yeah. Do you still want to see him and see if that will change, or this is it? Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll just give it one more chance and see. I don't know. I mean, the thing is, he lives up. He lives quite far from me, so it's. I don't think it's quite feasible、mm-hmm. for anything to really happen. But、um, I mean, it is quite good talking to him. Mm. And I think from our conversation today, you know, I was able to help him out with some stuff, and he was able to help me out with some stuff.、Um, like I was, I was like, oh yeah, I can refer actually quite a few people to you as、um, language students. And、um, this sounds so like transactional. It's, 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 it's kind of like talking to a colleague, or、yeah. like someone, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I think that was kind of like. Almost the vibe, like I, I was speaking to him almost like I would speak to any of my, you know, friends at work in a way.、Mm. But 
also just not, I wasn't, you know, my fully weird self at work. It's like, I can get pretty weird. <laughs> um, so yeah, it just, I wasn't really feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I see. Uh, may I extend that a bit? Like, can I ask each of you uh, when the last time you felt like the chemistry, the butterfly for someone? Felt or failed? Felt. Felt. Rita <laughs> <laughs> says it again, but she still doesn't clarify. <laughs> felt. <laughs> Hmm. I think she means means felt, right? Not failed. Yeah. <laughs> failed. <laughs> uh, who wants to go first? <laughs> you know, does, I feel you must be like quite close, Mesh. Me? Yeah. Very you know, recently, yes. I guess. Do you still feel it? Uh I don't know because I haven't seen him in a while. Oh, what Was do it you that think? Day that we all had dinner. Oh, as in, like, the most recent, like, no, when I see him, then it, I will. But oh, okay. when I think, I mean, right now I'm trying not to think very much okay. about him. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to bring it off. The answer is Please. now. <laughs> when was the last time you put it now? The forgetting journey. It's not that it's forgetting. Uh, like, I, I've accepted it, but I just have to, I think, let go of a lot of, Right, get over the fantasy it. part of it from before. Right, okay. Yeah, who do you want to target yeah. next? <laughs> Doc. Um, I don't know. I, I guess it happens every so often, but usually with very inappropriate people. <laughs> <laughs> what is that is true. <laughs> <Doc>. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's not like I can do anything people. about it. Like married or like yeah, like married or in a relationship. Doug only likes married people. (laughs) I only like people who are married. It just so happens that the guys that you like uh, have already been taken. (laughs) Yeah, because they're that good. Yeah, high expectations. This one, high expectations. Is there any point in asking milk? Like. Yeah, I, I mean, know, like, man. you can still feel something for someone else in, when you are in a relationship. It's like you, like you don't need like... to act on I don't think Milk is that sort of personality, though. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I actually think it's very hard for me to feel butterflies, but I have felt them before. And I remember when was the first time I ever felt it. Um, as for, like... Um, so the first time I ever felt it was in year five. Like distinctly, I remember it was crazy. Like it was to the point where like I felt like I was acting dumb and stupid whenever I saw him, right? Who was five boy? Who was what? Who was this year five boy? No, he was in year six and I was in year five. I never spoke to him. And Is it because um, you didn't have the English skills? <laughs> I was too shy. And like, who the hell just goes up to a random person and says hi? And like, how did like, you know him then if he was random? <sighs> okay, so um, he was actually Western, and um, Western. I always saw him. Did yeah, I never white? thought I would like. <laughs> yeah, I'm white. Okay, I never oh. would have thought that I would like a white person. Anyways, but basically, like. Nothing really much happened. I first bumped into him when um, one of my friends in year six, right, she was like in the year above me, 
I don't know what the hell they were doing, but she's like my neighbor and I used to go over to hers a lot. And one day she suddenly like runs to me, like a group of girls just running to me. And then she like chucks like a black cap to me to hold. And then I'm just like staring at this cap and like, what the hell is this? And I look up and I see, I, I think that this black cap belonged to that white guy. And then yeah. I think like when I saw him, I was just like, who the frick is this? And like, what the frick is going on? And I, th- I think they just took his cap and was like playing with him and everything. And um, that's when I first met him. And then ever since then, I noticed that he was always playing football or soccer on like um, the fake grass patch every day. And then I don't know why, like ever since I noticed him, like I just really, really liked him. But I never spoke to him and never felt like I needed to speak to him. And I just left it at that. Um, such a uh k-drama flashback (laughs) yeah (laughs) but like that was the first time i ever felt butterflies and like it's crazy i don't think i ever felt that for chocolate milk like first sight kind of thing you know um with chocolate milk it was gradual like obviously there were times where i had small butterflies um but like i think after a while when you are in a relationship for a very long time. I don't think you get butterflies around people that you're used to, right? Yeah. Unless they do something very surprising. So, yeah. At the moment, no, never. And not even towards any inappropriate people around me. Nope. (laughs) What about you, Mister? Isn't that sad? Because, like, I'm also very hard to get butterflies. I guess so. But, like, are you actively trying to feel butterflies? (laughs) Like, how do you actively try? Yeah, I don't know. That's just something happens to you. You can't even. I mean, some people get that more easily. I guess it's it's uh, like depends on individuals, but like it's very hard for me. Mm -hmm. But like, I do get like like a spike sometimes, but then I don't think you can call that butterflies. How do you define butterflies? What what kind of feelings do you guys feel? I actually get like physical reactions because I remember physical reaction. <laughs> I remember you said that you were year five, right? When you firstly felt it, yeah. I could remember I was like really like just enter the high school and then like I would just like got like like my whole body would get red, like really really red and hot. Mm-hmm. Is that it like that bad? out of embarrassment? It wasn't out of embarrassment. I think it was uh, like that's how I reacted. Did your heart like thump? Yes. Yeah, the same for me. It was like if he was just if he just walks through the door, like my, I could not. My heart would thump like crazy, like mm-hmm. super hard, super fast, and I'd feel really hot and red for no reason. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Like, I, I I can't even think like that was it. Yeah, you properly. can't think. Yeah. Oh, I don't I don't I don't think of that as butterflies because I get that usually when I'm really scared that I have to talk to someone. I mean, <laughs> like, one's very... positive, one's a bit like no, but like it's. <laughs> I don't get that. Like the heart beating thing doesn't is usually only associated with being really scared of talking to someone, anyone. I guess, like, I do feel that too, obviously, when I'm nervous, but it feels a bit different. Yeah, like, yeah, you're, essentially different. your heart is beating as well really hard, but, like, yes, the 
feeling really embarrassed and well not embarrassed, shy and like red and hot like part feels a bit different mm -hmm. I don't know I've never really had such an extreme reaction since then yeah me too it's quite sad Doc, what about you because you said you felt it quite often for inappropriate people oh, are all these amazing guys in Queensland <laughs> um I think I think it's it's more like different to how you feel when you're afraid of talking um that's just like a, a fear kind of heart beating terror um but um the the butterfly kind of feeling is more just like you see them and you have to try really hard to not like instantaneously grin <laughs> Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Cool. yeah. I think I think the butterflies is also the butterflies for me is when I um is also me and when I really want to talk to them, so I go up and talk to them. Yeah, because I don't know. I don't really associate being that nervous with people that I like. I'm not nervous with people I like. Like I've been scared. But I, it's I, it's not the same as being nervous. It's it's yeah. not. Oh, the but I don't think like. the butterflies for me is not nervousness. Yeah, it's it, more I'm excitement. Not, not scared of the person. Like the most recent situation where I was scared of what was going to happen. I think you were more no scared of the scenario result. rather than the person. Yeah. but that doesn't manifest in any of those nervous symptoms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So <laughs> I never associate nervousness with, like, liking people. But when you were around him, like, before this whole thing, right, when you were around yeah. him, did you feel anything? Not nervous. That's the thing. Like, when you guys talk about, like, the being, getting red and hot, that's usually only when I'm feeling really embarrassed or nervous, which is usually associated with talking to people. Okay. Yeah. I feel it kind of like to some extent it kind of um like mm, it's it's a weird kind of embarrassment. It's more like you are a bit embarrassed that you would uh, act weirdly because you know like deep down you are being weird. <laughs> mm. uh, you know what? Actually, I felt like during that dinner that time, right? I could feel like Mash was a lot more chatty and acting a little more hyper Auto than usual. Character? Yeah. Um, and I don't know if like during that entire time, did you feel a bit nervous at all or like a little more no. out of self? No. Usually if, usually that is me. If I you just, like you, I will talk to you more. She released her inner mum. It's like make sure you with, finish your rice. It's like when we were little stalking teachers. If it's a teacher I like, I'm going to like be more hyper around them. Do you remember, Doug? Yes. Around the teachers that we we liked, I was more hyper. Because I guess it was more like you wanted the attention from them. Yeah. Why are you so calm with me all the time then? <laughs> <laughs> What's the point of being hyper around you? You don't pay attention anyway. <laughs> Sad. And like, I feel I'm more quiet when I actually get 
like I'm extremely shy, which isn't like a character that he, people would easily associate me with. But when like, you actually like someone, pretty, yeah, yeah, I I would get pretty quiet and shy when I'm around someone that I really like. But that just doesn't happen for ages. Oh, yeah, I find it's. I also don't. It's very hard for me to like someone upon first meeting them. Yeah, yeah. that's also true. Very. Which fair. is why these apps are not much fun. <laughs> but like, it, it can also be someone that you know, but like they do something out of blue that actually, you know, you get that butterfly feeling. I don't know. I, it it's been a long be time. So sad. This topic is so sad. <laughs> this is also a childhood toy. The boys are toys. <laughs> yeah, boys. Um, this meant to be a very innocent uh, episode. <laughs> um, this no, is very innocent so far. While we're on this topic, though, mm-hmm. Duck and I, I was recently talking to Duck online. Uh-huh. And I looked at what we were saying, and it was a topic that I never thought we would talk about. And that was discussing the... the Sex uh, life? No, no, no. <laughs> discussing what we liked and didn't like about different dating apps. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, well, Milk mm-hmm. can't really comment because Milk hasn't been on one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the other, the other two, I guess Milk sort of knows what, each one does so she can give her input on what do you which which app do you like the most are you asking me first or me sorry? well we can go with duck because she probably has the easiest opinion to um oh well you know that my my favorite is bumble um and why 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 um it's the app itself is pretty it's um very intuitive to use um, I like the set out. Um, the swiping, I mean, it's basically the same as Tinder, but I mean, it's it's quite simple and intuitive. Um, you you get, you know, you start the conversation, so it kind of like forces you to um, to engage. Um, but then, because you're the first one doing it as a female, um, you know, you you have the power to, I guess, you've got more power in the in the interaction. Um, so compared to Tinder, it's, I like it more than Tinder because Tinder can be quite sketchy. Um, Have you been on Tinder? Oh, like, like very, very briefly, a couple of times. Mm. Uh, I don't particularly like it. It's just, it's just, you know, people don't really put very much information on there. It's usually just, just photos. So Mm. you don't really know anything about, about them. Um, and then people generally just don't start conversations on Tinder. Um, and then, and then it is just pretty sketchy. <laughs> um, how hinge... many people do you, like, are you the sort of person who would like, what should I, how should I phrase this? What percentage of people do you think you like on that, on Bumble? Like, um, how many do you pass and how many do you, okay? Well, it's, it's kind of interesting because currently now that I've been on it for about a week, um, again now. Um, the people who come up first in the stack are people who have already liked me. Um, and I can kind of oh. tell that that's the case. Because um, they're usually people who are quite similar, have similar interests to me. And and I could see what I would probably, yeah, they would probably 
swipe right on me given the similar interests. Um, and then, and then it will just like go back to like the usual kind of stack. Um, so if I were to just like go on it now, I'll just like swipe on the first, you know, three, four, five people and then just sort of stop. And usually those three or four, five people, if I do swipe right on them, they will just match anyway, because those are the people who would have swiped on me. Um, but then previously when I was on it for the first couple of days, I would probably, I don't know, I tried on probably one out of every depends depends on the algorithm but maybe one in every four or five i don't know like one out of every four or five yeah i don't know i'm not i'm not too sure actually i wasn't keeping track i mean like there'll be parts of it where you'd be maybe one in every every three and then there'll be parts of it when you're like one in every six because of Mm. i guess the the algorithm changes i don't know um, and then I guess, like, in the past, I've tried, like, years ago, I tried Hinge and, um, Coffee Meets Bagel, I think, which I know is your, your favourites, but I just don't like the app design in those, and fewer people do use them, so, mm. um, I feel like there's a limited pool of people, whereas there's still quite a lot of people who use Bumble, and I feel like the quality of the, um, the, the profiles is better on Bumble. Mm. Miso, do you have any thoughts? Miso's only been on one, I think. Yeah, and then there was another one I remember you guys recommended to me, and then I failed at the registration because there were too many questions. I was like, no, thanks. I don't remember. Even the Coffee Meets Bagel, I think you helped me to create the profile. Yeah, probably. There's a lot of things that you have to answer. Yeah, I was just like, what the freak doesn't worth the effort you don't use it anymore but you used it to meet donut right yeah do you still talk you don't talk to donut at all zero contact zero contact i feel like he just uh, faded away yeah i can't even remember since when it would have been a long time ago yeah do you have any thoughts about apps me yeah um i mean like I feel it's basically like in a sense it's basically like how you meet um people like in your daily life, right? It's just uh, like you you have like more people that are exposed to you, but then in general exposed you exposed to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's your problem? Nothing. Yeah, so like you get to be like a a hazardous substance. <laughs> <laughs> No, I see. It's not like that. I'm just saying, like, you, you just get the chance to know more people. But, like, in a sense, if you look around, like, the possibility of you actually meeting someone that you have interest in is yeah. pretty much the same. So I feel like, yeah, if it's hard for you, then it's just uh, hard for you. And then, like, for me, or for people who who are more like me, who's um like I don't know who um doesn't really constantly actively looking for someone or mm. doesn't really uh, like I'm, I'm like not willing to put the effort most of the time. I'm not saying like those who like I feel those who are willing to are great. Like if you definitely do that, and then dating apps would definitely add more chances because even though the possibility is pretty much the same, you 
if you are like if your sample size becomes larger than of course like the you you explain this in a very statistical way (laughs) yeah so like i feel that would be great but like i'm just saying it is a lot of effort whatever yeah too much effort yeah milk yes you haven't been on a single one of these no but i think which one would you go on if you had to uh probably just because i keep hearing about it coffee meets bagel and then maybe hinge Mm. do you know other people outside of us on it yeah i do like i have this one um guy friend and he's on like all of them actually at the same time (laughs) and he said it's really funny because you see the same um, people on them. Yeah, so he said that he actually matched with a couple of people, the same people on all four, and it's funny because he, um, it's become like an inside joke or a game to them to to like deliver new openings on all four apps as if like it's the first time you've met them and you see which one do they reply to. Oh, really? <laughs> I, mean, I was just like, that's so dumb. That is <laughs> really amusing. <laughs> that is yeah. very amusing. But, um, yeah, I should ask him more about it. Like, which one does he prefer? So you would, do you like the swiping? That's the thing. Because I, I, I was on Bumble for a while, and the swiping is very addictive. <laughs> it's left or right? I, I don't even know. I don't remember the left or so right. Right um, is, yes. Left is no. Left but, uh, as yeah. in like you swipe to the left? You swipe to the left for no. Oh. Like you push it to the left. You push oh, it to okay. the left, yeah. But like I don't, I don't know, the, the, the action, that action is very addictive. I don't know why. Because I'm doing it right now. <laughs> the, you're doing it right now? Yeah. The, the hinge has a very similar thing where you can like pass or fail, like not pass or fail, like yes or no someone. <laughs> But the the action is not as addictive as um, Bumble. Is Hinge the one where um, you would basically connect with people who are within, like, two friend circles? Hinge used to be like that. Like, it would make you connect to Facebook and then you'd have uh, some mutual connection. But I yeah. don't think they do that anymore. Why not? I thought that was brilliant. I don't think they... Um, why is that brilliant? Then you would immediately stalk the other person and find out his uh, secret psychopath. I mean, but it doesn't that work in your favor? You don't want to end up dating the psychopath, right? I don't know. Dating psychopaths might be fun. <laughs> okay. Me so well, I mean, the ex- extreme. I, I feel like if you, I guess I'm, because I haven't really been on these before, right? I, I would feel more comfortable meeting someone who, I potentially have mutual friends with. I think because that that kind of restricted people a lot, so mm-hmm. they remove that restriction. You don't have to sign up with Facebook anymore. That's the thing, um, which makes it harder for them to check whether you're mutual friends with a mutual friend or whatever. Um, but I think that concept to begin with would like it. It it is a good concept because it's kind of like you're meeting people that you know your friends are friends with so there is something in common to talk about but uh i don't know it now it's just like another normal one. Oh, what about was it also hinge or something else it was the one about jobs like 
similar fields or like um something or job connections like there was a professional platform that, that's another one i heard of i don't know that one okay maybe is that are you talking about linkedin <laughs> no 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 <laughs> I was like, what the freak? On LinkedIn, you can see your degrees of connection with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. That was scary as well. That was like, what the freak? Stay away from Go, me. go, go and uh, date your co worker's ex co worker. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Things are like that. Weird, man. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think we have come to the end of our. Toys. This topic lasted a lot longer than toys. Yeah. Well, you might as well just name the I, episode I, I, "Dating I, Apps I, and Boys." Yeah, and I, I, a side of childhood. Yeah, one more, thing. one more thing. I actually get pretty like I don't know. I feel like when I was uh, on on the app, and uh, that's how I met uh, what's his name? Donut. Donut. Yeah. Yeah. That was fine because like back then I was just like, oh, I'm just gonna have a look and see how it goes and then I don't have any expectations, etc. Yeah. Um, so I was more relaxed. But then I feel like during the lockdown, I do think about how I should kind of put efforts in building up connections, not necessarily uh, in romantic relationships, but like in general. Like, because you need to find a job soon. <laughs> no, not because I need to find a job soon. More because, like, during the lockdown, you know, like, everyone is isolated. Like, you could just stay with your families, right? And then for me, I feel more alone, in a sense. Yeah. Even though I have things to do, I feel like uh, I do talk to my other friends uh during the lockdown but like at the same time if i look at my all my friends i feel most of them are the people they in my friend circle rather than i put effort in maintaining their friendships so i was just you're thinking, just not someone who is good at maintaining friendships i'm just not the person who put efforts in any relationships i feel like i would yeah. respond or like i would uh, do things together but like in terms of maintaining i probably the don't bother it's not like i don't bother but in a sense like that's how people probably view what i i've been doing anyways so i was thinking about that but then at the same time like after i talked to this japanese boy and then like things were great for a while I was surprised that he actually wanted to take it serious. That's one thing. The other thing is, I just feel, isn't it a bit scary? Like, as in, I haven't had a serious relationship for quite a long time. Like, I'm very used isn't it to... scary? Yeah, I'm very used to... Being alone. Single, yeah. I, I don't know. I... I... Technically, He's I have never been in a serious relationship. He's not needy at all. He has his personal space. We don't talk all the time. Then why are I you scared? He would be someone that 
like a lot of people would consider that as like a cold person, like in a sense that you know, like it's also like part of their culture. It's like they have that distant feelings. Yeah, yeah. But then, then why? Still, why you're just you have commitment issues, is what you're trying to say to us? Yeah, I think so. I don't have like my most needy friend is in this conversation with us, which is. Her name is Milk. <laughs> what do you mean? You know, the first lockdown last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Basically every day I was, because mm-hmm. I didn't have to go to work. Basically yeah. every day I was on a call with her while but she we was at work. Animal board. Crossing. Yes, we were playing Animal Crossing, but like it would be the entire, basically the entire day sitting on a call with her. I see. I'm surprised myself too. We didn't. We didn't do any of that at all. This lockdown. Well, I had to go to work every day. You have grown up, Milk. I grew up in you one year. She grew woman. up, and I, I, I don't have the time to sit at my computer all day anymore. Oh God, that's amazing. You miss me? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just don't know if any of you have commitment issue. It's just me. I think um, I've gone the total other way. I, I was so clingy, and then Milk now I'm very... just like, go away, please. Really? You, you're, you think you're a go away? Well, I mean, not exactly go away, but it's because, like, I'm you so want tired your from work. I want my personal time to chill and read my books and shit. I'm, I don't know. I don't think I'm afraid. I don't have any commitment issues. I don't think you have. Because I, I am also quite... To some extent, I am also quite needy. Like, I will message everyone. Yeah, yeah. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about Doc? Um, I don't think I'm needy. <laughs> I she doesn't think she's needy. Do you think you have commitment issues? <laughs> commitment issues? Yeah. You think you have commitment issues? Yeah. I, I just, I just want to be alone all the time. It's true. Feel, every time, feel... like, hmm? in the last couple of years, every time that you've gotten to a point with someone where it's like, Possibly getting serious, then you just shut down. No, no. Yeah. But, like, do you think you, like, that kind of commitment issue is because, like, once they turn to you, you just lose interest, or the interest is still there? It's just, like, scary to change the current, uh, like, Uh, relationship. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, it's not even I lose interest, it's just I'm not that interested in them to begin with and so I don't think it's worth pursuing it um right. yeah so does that mean Miso is only interested in the chase <laughs> why are you saying that I hope this I feel like that is, is your that is your main enjoyment the chase being chased chase is fun but I feel I... like at, at some point you can't take it too far you know yeah, like you have to, like it has to end somehow. Right? Yeah, I I don't think it's because I enjoy the chase that much. I feel like if I really really like the person, like if I just have interest in you and then I like to talk to you, I feel that wouldn't be valid enough to make it a serious relationship. Like we can we can go further get to know each other and see if we can get there. I wouldn't mind that because like 
I know that even though the chase is fun, you get like other、um, surprises or like other enjoyment during the relationship itself as well. That's、mm-hmm. something I know. I'm just、uh, like I feel it more comes to a very weird social point of view. No, I I get it sometimes. Like it's like it's more like for me. I, it's, it's I get. Like, I sorry. It's sorry. a lot of effort. A lot of effort no, no, actually, to deal with another yeah, human in your that, life. Yeah, that's also true. But at the same time, I feel like even though I know. I am not needy, and、um, he is not needy. He is not needy, but at the same time, I feel like you know how like we live in this society and how、uh, men are taught differently from women, in a sense that they probably uh like hold their feelings in a different way than we do, even though like it shouldn't be the case. Uh yeah, kind of. How does that happen? Power unbalance and then the unfairness that I'm very aware of makes me a bit uncomfortable with with what with getting into a relationship. It's like I feel once I get into like I say once I say yes, I somehow bow to that. I don't. I.、Mm. I think that is you letting yourself bow to that rule. If you if you conform to it, then it's that's very like because I feel it's like the unfairness is that it's easier for girls in a sense to bow、uh, down. Yeah, because because it's like we 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 are taught to like or like we are viewed as the. The group that、um, has feelings, and then we can express our feelings, and then we can, like, it's almost like encouraged by the society to lean on the other, to lean on your partner, and to、uh, express your neediness, etc., etc. But then, in the end, it's kind, and then it's the opposite for them, right? But but then in the end, of course, I know that you. Shouldn't really be doing that, or like I I guess like it depends on individuals. But at the same time, I feel that's a that has like a sense of laziness in it. Would like, you rather not express your feelings to your partner and be more independent though? Like I、um, guess just... I would rather like spend more because in. Also involves a lot of energies to deal with the feelings. I'd rather spend that energy into something more focused on myself, because there's like stress、uh, involved like in that as well. There's, I don't consider that deeply into things like with any relationship, whether it's a, with a guy or with a girl.、Mm. Like I just do whatever I want to do in the moment, like. Yeah, what are you rely on them or not? Is like kind of who cares if I rely on them? Then that is my own issue. Like I don't care. Like I don't think so hard about whether society has built it into me that I am supposed to rely on them or not. Like if I want to rely on them, then I'll rely on them. If I don't, then I, I don't. I guess because like deep down, like I'm fine with girls. I'm fine with like friendships. But then, like I get really frustrated. Like we talked about this before, I sometimes get really frustrated that I, 
I am freaking so straight. You're what? You're straight? straight? Yeah. Right? Straight? Or strict? Oh, okay. No, no. You're straight. Straight. So you, I feel I'm very you, you aware wish... of the unfairness, like between between two genders, like that. Just brings in these like small power battleground. Mm-hmm. I don't know it? because I like we've talked about the fact that you, I am particularly immune, not immune, but like I don't really see the. Yeah, you are less uh, insensitive in a sense. Less like you are aware, but you are aware, but like you. I'm aware are... that it exists, Sorry. but I don't ever feel like it applies yeah. to me. Yeah. Um. So I I can't really say that I don't view any sort of relationship in terms of. No, that is not true. I was about to say I don't view any sort of relationship in terms of power, but that is not true because I view you my relationship my <laughs> relationship with all of you in terms of power. Yeah. <laughs> it's always about power. I don't, yeah, I, I, I don't have that sort of issue. And like, even if it really was there, if you really like someone, why would you let that stop you? Like, if it, you're letting it stop you, then you don't like them enough. Yeah, I guess that's like a common saying, but then it's really right. Like that, that power imbalance bothers you that much. Because I guess, like in a sense, I like myself a lot. Then why like, don't you find I someone can't who allow you? that part of me, like, slack. Why don't you just find someone who will listen to you? Like, rely on you? Rely on you yeah, or, like, guess, like, do what you want to do. But then, like, I feel it's also, like, that's also unfair, right? Unfair on the other person. But you're saying but, it's like, unfair. But, like, the power how... balance is just, uh, like, so hard to get to the even point. There is... No way, like there, there is exactly. no way That's it why can be even. Making hard. No matter who you're talking about, like whether it's a friend, uh, mm. or or like anyone, there is yeah. no way power is equal. Yeah, I guess so. That's why staying single is the easiest way. But at the same time, I do like, think I, I. I feel like if you spend too much time. Way. On the power issue, mm. you just won't get anywhere. Like Duck and I, mm. <laughs> we have well, we don't argue about it anymore. But the argument right. of who has power over who, I think, what what was my conclusion has always been that I have power, but I don't think Duck believes yeah, the same thing. But it doesn't have to be one side on the upper hand all the time, right? It can be like switching. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Um, excuse Doug me. Is very um, busy on Matt. her app. Yeah. No, no, no. I was, I'm like half asleep. Sorry. I drove to Brisbane and back today. Um, but Duck will always believe that Duck has power over me. No, no, no. Explain how you have power for me, please. You see, the moment I say that I have power over her, she, <laughs> she will always, up. she will always come back with this, this, this. What is this? <laughs> question no but how do you have power over me i think like in in terms of the group structure i i have power over you why in terms of like making us do things getting us to places on time what do you mean like, like when we go out more of an organizer i think that's what you mean 
You yeah. know what I mean? Like MASH drives the plans for the day. Yeah. Oh, so I have power over you there. Because you you organize the plans. Yes. Oh, okay. Not yeah, I don't mind. Just that. It's like when the time's up, she's like, okay, time's up. Let's go. Yeah. Well, in that case, you organize everyone. So yeah. does that make you more powerful than everyone? Well, that, in, that in that case, that I, I do have power over them. Like, you, there, there is no way you can argue that I have power over milk. I think it's just that under certain scenarios, like, it really depends on then the scenario. How can you the say that, that there's, the power, there's always a power imbalance between you and a guy? Because it's the society that's like, a social problem. Then don't, don't date someone who comes from a society where the guy has I power over you. I'd rather move to your forest. If you exist, I'm sure there's another guy who thinks the same way as you, right? There are tons yeah. of guys out there who are yeah. very aware. But I don't think you would like them. That's the problem. Yeah, that's very hard. Also, you don't like obedient boys. Yeah, that's mind. true. It's more like... You don't mind, yeah. but you would not be interested, let me tell you. Probably yeah. not, but then, like... But then if someone's, like, more dominant, like... I mean, like, dominant in a, like, social accepted sense. What is dominant would, in a social accepted sense? Like, what does ob- ob- obedient mean? Like, it's basically... Like, listen to whatever you want to do. Is happy to concede on a lot of things. I, I, yeah. I don't think I would mind that. I don't think you'd be interested in a guy like that. Yeah. Mm, you, I think it depends. It depends on, like, all the, all the personalities, etc. But then, like I would, I would get, like I would get bored. But like if that person is also interesting, I'm fine with that. Maybe, maybe Miso is into a tsundere. Is that what it's called? Hard on the outside, super soft on the inside. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. So what in terms of rely, like your issue with relying on them? What sort of social thing are you talking about then? If it's not the dominance, it's like it's more like it's not. It's more like. Mm. Uh, it's more like the society makes it easier for us to get lazy. I feel that's a problem. Like, like what? Like, for example, if you have a shitty day and you have a boyfriend, as a girl, you probably like the society is the society encourages you to tell your boyfriend how shitty you had. Uh, like, like maybe like with other people etc etc right but even if you didn't have a boyfriend wouldn't you complain to your friend then just someone yeah what do you mean the society encourages you to do that it wasn't like all the time you know huh it isn't like all the time for example like if i complain to you and if you like i wouldn't think it's your obligation you think it would be the boy's obligation kind of kind that's your problem not not society's problem. No, it's like it's a bit more subtle. Maybe this is a bad example. I don't yeah, think mean like, more like stereotypes. You don't know. I just feel because I I would have thought the stereotype is that you should be the good wife that stays at home and listens to your husband complaining that about work. Too, that too. But like we are now in a like more the the world i don't feel a lot of people maybe a lot of people still think like that but like i wouldn't be interested in those what is the what is but the what in is a more subtle scenario like these things still exist i feel like they they have to listen to you complaining 
not they have to listen to me complaining it's more like i express my feelings right and then like if you think about how they are brought up they probably like they are told to uh behold their feelings more so that's how they grow up you mean how men are taught to hold withhold their feelings yeah in a sense but i feel like these days a lot of guys are more open to expressing their feelings right yeah like um, yeah but then like you can't just uh, give like individual examples like in a more general sense that's just uh, exists and then if you live in those this society kind of have to like deal with these problems like that's just a one example there are like thousands of different things how girls are brought up differently from guys and then how we behave differently etc et uh-huh. anyway despite like regardless of what you think or you see society is placing on people mm. why the freak do you have to live by it when you because... first meet a guy can't you just like suss all this out just yeah you just work out whether this person is also someone who if they like to follow society's thing no, and it's if, not like I worry about them. I'm more worried about myself. That's the thing. You're worried, worried that you will follow society's plan yes. for you. Yes. You have more control over yourself, though. Yeah, you have control over what you're doing. Like, you know, a feelings are scary. I just feel like I would probably, like, get lazy. For, for her, example, her problem about, is... the, about the complaint part, I like to complain. And then, like, okay, like, if... Like usually the boyfriend would be like, okay, like let me help you, etc., etc. But then, like if you, I feel like it's it would be like very easy for me to form that habit, which is a bad habit. Things like that. Like I think I think I, I get I think I get your problem now. Your problem is you don't. There is something about society, like this particular aspect about society that you don't like, and you don't want yourself to become a part of it. Yes, but. You think it'll be very easy for you to become that way? Yes. Because it's so easy to fall into that routine. Then yes. When you get to that point, then you can think about whether it's worth it to still not like it. Like, it's me. Like, me. I don't like being human. I ha- Like, I hate being human a lot. Well, but at the same time, it's really at some hard point to... you accept it. You can't because but, there are some things. The thing is, I don't know how to find that balance point. For example, with uh, independence. In order to build up a relationship, you kind of need to like share and uh, rely on each other, etc. In order to build up that uh, connection. At the same time, I don't want to lose my own independence. So I like, think at some point you just have I to find the freaking balance. The balance, the balance isn't going to change all the time. Like, and there is no one set equilibrium point. At every, I think at every stage of your life, you're going to have a different equilibrium point and it's up to you at that point to determine which side you like more, which side you care about more in that moment and just live with it like that. If you think too far into the future, like five, ten years from now, maybe being independent will not be as important to you as it is today. But you, you, you can't know. So just live in the moment. Do what you want to do in the moment. And if it bothers you, then make the change. If it doesn't bother you, then just keep going. Right? Can I just ask? Yeah. Would yeah. luck be 
quite uh, knowledgeable in this area with the psychology and psychiatry oh, yeah. of everything, like with especially with feelings and stuff. Sorry, I've just duck has fallen asleep. In <laughs> um, what was the question? I guess uh, before you can answer the question, did you hear what Miso said? I'm so sorry, <laughs> I fell asleep. And that's not your fault. I'm just, I'm just, I'm so sleepy. That's okay. Mash, that's could you right. like really quickly rehash? Miso's core problem. So Miso's core problem is that she, part of her wants to be in a relationship, but part of her wants to be independent. Yes. And she can't find the balance between the two of them. You need to explain the part about the society thing. Oh, the society thing is part of her feeling like, I don't even really know how to explain it. The society thing is complicated, but basically there, she feels like society tells you that when you are a couple, you will be dependent on the guy. But she doesn't want it to become on the guy, that but model. Like be a like certain way. Rely on each other. Yeah, she doesn't want to become like that. But um, she's worried that once she is in a relationship, she can't help but fall into that situation. Right. And that's also part of the reason why she won't want to be in a relationship. That is the stem of her commitment issues. <laughs> yeah. I see. Well, I mean, I, can, I think just regarding maybe like the... The stem of of like all the the commitment issues and like the cause of it all. I think I think it's definitely possible to find someone who one will understand where you're coming from and two. I think if you want to have a relationship where you have your own independence, um, to be able to communicate that and to to discuss those boundaries that you want to have in your relationship. Um, and I think the right person for you will respect that and understand it. I have, and I think, I, I, yeah, I have another I, question. I think you can do that. Yeah. Miso, mm-hmm. uh, having known you for so long, I have found you're a little bit of an anarchist. Would you say that? Yeah. Do you not like this relying on people thing because society tells you it is normal? Or is there another reason? Like, is it just really because you I, don't want to follow the crowd? No, no, no. I think deep down, deep down, I'm scared. Like, of you what? know how people are, people have different uh, patterns in terms of attachment? Yes. Like, some people get secure, some people get anxious, some people get avoidant, are you, which is me. Are you, oh, okay, you're avoidant. Yeah. I have no clue what this is. <laughs> yeah, me too. So um, it's like if you like okay. someone, some people... Okay, just... okay, I can okay, explain okay. it. Can I explain... Then, yeah. Milk is anxious, chocolate milk is avoidant. Okay, what does it mean? So uh, attachment theory um, is a theory about how um, human relationship patterns play out over the course of your life. Um, and the theory states that, you know, as a child, as an infant especially, you um, develop a sense of attachment to your primary caregiver, usually your mother. Um, People who are securely attached, their, say, primary caregiver will, you know, for example, they might, you know, leave the child to go and do something, the child cries, the mother comes back, picks the child up, you know, comforts the child, um... And then, you know, there's like that healthy sort of secure attachment. The child knows the mother will come back and the mother is looking out for the child and um, and the child feels quite secure. Um, 
And then if you have a secure attachment, that will also play out in your, say, future romantic relationships where you know that, you know, you feel quite secure in your in your relationship. But compare that to, say, an anxious attachment. So people who have an anxious attachment, usually this forms in childhood. And I would say I'm also like mildly anxious attachment as well. Oh, mildly anxious avoidant and both. Um... (laughs) which is the worst. Um, and then you say say your mother like leaves you somewhere and goes away, you will start crying. Like crying, but like crying really, really, really loudly and you'll start um, really panicking that your mum won't come back. And um, this, this response is um, heightened because, you know, um, it's a way for you to maintain that attachment with your mum. Um, say your mum comes back or your mum doesn't come back, you know, but you you start feeling like the more you 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 play up that that response, the the better that attachment will will return. Um, and so this often happens in relationships, particularly in relationships with avoidant attached people, where um, say one party, the anxious party, is really wor- really worried that the avoidant person is sort of pushing them away or like um having putting some distance between them and so they will do anything they can within their power to get that um attachment back um and so you know this can manifest in a whole bunch of different behaviors and and um patterns um but you know you could be quite you'll just end up like very um, worried and anxious and like I don't know say you try to check in on the person all the time or you you try to you you sort of keep you know hmm, how do I explain it like making like a lot of tail for intimacy and that sort of thing um and then sometimes this the avoidant person because this can feel quite suffocating to them this sometimes has the um, opposite of intended of the intended effect in that it actually pushes them further away. Um, mm-hmm. But but this relationship dynamic actually between the anxious person and the avoidant person tends to work together in this weird dynamic, which isn't necessarily healthy. Um, say, like, sometimes you can have an anxious person in a relationship with a secure attached person. Um... But usually what happens is that the anxious person is a bit too emotionally um, clustering for the securely attached person. Um, Or you could have like an avoidant person in a relationship with a secure person, but the avoidant person will usually like push the secure attached person away and like the secure attached person just won't put up with it. Um, So would there be avoidant plus avoidant? Um, no, because that, <laughs> that's that, just another that, that, that just looks that's like people who won't be in a relationship. Yeah. 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 Sometimes you can have like attach um anxious people with anxious people, and that tends that that's kind of okay because they're both anxiously attached to each other. Um, but the yeah. ideal ideal relationship is between a securely attached person and a securely attached person, and um. You know, if you're an anxious or avoidant attached, avoidant person, then you know you you really have to work on on your own, I guess, issues, childhood issues to to really get over the 
the attachment issues that you have in your adulthood because it's kind of like being stuck in your childhood patterns, basically. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. actually, you know what? Coincidentally, I think last week um, I, I was watching this TV show called Love Naggers. It's a Korean TV show, and um, it's just a bunch of panellists uh, reading out stories sent in by real people asking for their advice on their love life. And one of them is a, um, I think a psychologist and she was explaining this thing, but I wasn't really paying attention. But now that Ducks mentioned it, I, I vaguely he has remembered it. again. Milk's yeah. memory is just, <laughs> I mean, I was half watching. Yeah. So in this case, Miso is? Avoided. Avoided. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hello. Anything else Shall you want to discuss? Up? Yes. This very long episode about nothing in particular. Something <laughs> <laughs> about childhood toys. Milk. Yes. It's your wrap up time. Okay. Yeah. That concludes our extremely long talk about um childhood toys. toys. For like twenty All minutes. toys, including and boys. The rest on boys and boys and attachment theory. Hope you enjoyed that and look forward to our next episode on dessert. Something a little bit more lighthearted, hopefully. That was actually <laughs> what I wanted for this episode, but did not turn out that way. Anyways, don't forget to subscribe to us on Red Circle, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Instagram and Facebook. See you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.